0: Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown episode number 225. That's right, 225 episodes of this amazing podcast. You may notice Nick is not with me right now because, yet again, we lost an intro. Something going on with GarageBand when we try to combine the files, and I'm not sure what's going on. So we're going to work on some fixes and some um, duplicate tracks and things like that to make sure that this does not happen in the future because we had a really solid intro this week a good uh a good laugh laugh fest if you would say of an intro but um yeah this is the b movie breakdown a weekly podcast we find the humor and enjoyment and also the bad films of the past and present home of the good the bad the what the fuck each week's movie will be revealed on the prior episode so you two can join on the madness it's always revealed at the end of every episode so make sure you stick around for that you can listen to this podcast everywhere you get podcasts. Same thing with our other podcast, The Reversal, and Nick's other podcast, Weird and Feared. They're all over the place. Everywhere you get podcasts, you can find those. You can also go to the Anchor pages for those, anchor.fm slash name of the podcast, and uh, you can help support this podcast there as well. You can follow this podcast on social media, at reverse at reverse this for the reversal, and... At Weird and Beard for Nick's other podcasts. And at Scarederville Stories, check out his artwork. So yeah, check out all those things we have going on. And now enjoy a brand new episode of the B-Movie Breakdown. Since we were gone last week, uh, I know you missed us. So this week we have Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. It's the best of the worst B-Movie. But this movie, it started off Fantastic well, Fantastic with Earl Hooter. That was the guy. Which guy? Her boss at the His name s- was Earl Hooter? Earl Longhorn
1: Hooter. They call him Longhorn for a reason. They certainly do, at least that's what Earl claimed. The uh, apparently that
0: whole interaction at that studio yes. uh, not, maybe not necessarily um with him but with like the anchor woman was a real thing that happened for Cassandra Peterson as like the early days of Elvira I believe it uh, another anchor woman did not enjoy the character she was portraying
1: oh I believe it and uh so they I mean all that shit's just real life and you know An interesting note about that that I uh that I and how many times I mean say what you say after I just said I just want to say and how many times was she, you know, harassed, s- harassed or sexually assaulted or just casually molested? Yeah, or... and She didn't put up with people's shit, though. That's the best part. And
0: that like that stays true to the the character in the movie, but also her herself. Yeah. Like, anything you know. I've ever seen her interviews and anything like that with her. She's always said that, yeah, like, like, you bring know, bring it. She, fuck she you. she dressed the way she dressed, but she was like, fuck you, like a fuck you attitude with yeah. it. Yeah. But what I was going to say is that the anchor woman in this movie in the beginning who is is kind of snotty towards Elvira is played by one Tress McNeil, who is a voice actress who's been around forever. Uh, More popular with like the, well, she's done like fucking Animaniacs, but like a lot of Simpsons stuff and Futurama stuff. And uh, at one point played Boobarella, which was a Elvira, parody on the simpsons cute thought that was kind of uh, a little funny thing that ended up happening there but uh this movie is is chock full a lot of it's like it's it might as well also be called character actor the movie
1: it doesn't fuck around though it doesn't waste any time no it doesn't
0: waste any time but i just love how it's like you know every every character that's a main character in this movie is normally like a character actor in another movie sure uh the woman chastity who's like the yeah,
1: chastity pariah?
0: Pariah, great. Uh, she's you know she's in like oh my god she's in so many movies in the eighties. Affairs uh, Bueller. She's the secretary. She's in Airborne. She's the uh, the mom. She's in planes, Sweets and Automobiles. The one where she's the lady at the counter where Steve Martin is saying fuck over and over and over again. There you go. And uh, you, I mean, you have people like um, Jeff Conaway who was in Greece. He played, like, the sleazy guy. Sure. Like the... Yeah. I can't remember his name. He was, like, Danny's yeah. friend in the T-Birds group, but he was, like, the shittier kind of one. Yeah, Greasehead. Greasehead. That was not his name. Oh. um, But uh, Kurt Fuller is in this movie. Uh, I know, always remember him from Ghostbusters and from Wayne's World. Mm-hmm. He's been in a million things. And then uh, one of our favorite characters, Bob... In this movie, he's played by a guy, Daniel Green, and I knew I recognized him from somewhere. What was Bob in? Bob has been in pretty much every Fairly Brothers movie, mm. so he must have a connection there with, with them somehow in some ways. Friendship. Is the me, connection. myself, and Irene. Kingpin. Hall Pat, I mean, Dumb and Dumber. He. Me. Uh, something about Mary. He's every. Fucking Fairly Brothers movie. Friendship is the connection. He, yeah, he made friends with them and it's an interesting little, little, uh, relationship there. But yeah, Bob, he plays, he plays like a main character and that guy is never, he's always like a random side, everything, but he he gets to
1: shine here in this Elvira movie. The beautiful part about that though, is that every character is not wasted. Nobody plays them boring. Everybody like goes all in. A million percent. Oh, yeah.
0: And I mean, this movie, it it really, it is what you think it is, but in all the best ways.
1: Yeah, it's what you, it's what you expect the movie to be. And that's what you get. It's a fun, silly, like over the top, but it's funny.
0: There's like yeah. funny moments in this movie. And I think initially, if some people would see like, oh, Elvira, like made a movie, like what's that? Like, you know, some people might automatically think it's just going to immediately be a horror movie. Yeah. With, like, her, uh, you know. No. But the character was never horror-esque. It was no. always her being silly, jokey, introducing movies. and th- Which is funny to think about, like, you- they took a character. It's almost like as if they made, like, if you were to make, like, a Joe Bob Briggs movie or a Swenguli movie. That's what it is. And but a character that has some, but little, almost little to no depth. It's just... Sh- She's like this mistress of the dark, and she, she would argue she has some depth. Well, no, she, oh yeah, she has. She would. she has some depth. She would have some um, depth, but no, but like the, the character has, it's a little backstory and everything. I'm sure she has, she's created for it over the years. Yeah, we got to witness it. It's insane. But then you have this entire movie dedicated to this. this what basically she was just a she, you know this horror host, and they made a full. And the movie almost feels very peewee Wee esque.
1: Yeah, it's the same same time frame, semi idea. Right, but it
0: feels very Pee Wee's big adventure ish. Yeah. That that's the tone of it. It's very silly, yeah. very like it's not it's just kind of wacky and silly and but it's but the jokes are funny. Like there's, t- no
1: dialogue is wasted. No, and runs non stop. And in in obviously lots of boob jokes. Yeah. Non stop. Mainly by her. But she's upfront about it.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. She's uh she and because her boobs are in her front. I understand the joke. She's uh most of the jokes like that are almost all by her. Yeah, that's a lot of the a lot of the other characters, especially the men, are usually uh the disgusting ones. I should say sleazy. Um, The Bob is not one of them, or um Leslie, Mister Meeker. He wasn't really. Nope, uh, he's a good dude. He was a good dude, but like uh, most of them are just like, oh nice tits. Is the one guy, you know, real upfront? That that line. Or
1: like my blowjob. Oh, yeah,
0: like... Uh, I get something uh, you'd like, and then... Oh, yeah, can I get a... What about a blowjob? I thought that was hilarious. He thought that was so
1: funny. But see, that's... I liked pushing it just that far, because that, like... It, 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 that That's basically what a guy would do in real life anyway, is taken to a million, like, degrees. Like, yeah. he'll say something he thinks hilarious, it's just off-putting to her. And... And she's the ultimate badass. She she is, and this and it's funny because this movie is is is
0: chock full of sexual harassment moments. And in a day and age where we you know we live
1: in this like Me Too, I guess you could say age. Well, a lot of people do. And... <laughs> Makes me cringe just because, it's... but like the movement is not making me cringe.
0: Right, no, I'm just saying the movement being a thing now. Yes. And absolutely. But then you had a movie like this that came out in 1988. That is a basically one whole big fuck
1: you to things like that. The movie, I mean, the, it starts off with her quitting her job after refusing the sexual advances of her producer. That kicks it. That's kicks the movie and off. And he's a fat ass. And he's a fat ass fuck sleazeball. <laughs> who dress, he's dressed up in that old sleazeball Texas fashion. Yeah, he was just a hillbilly instead of like an old Jewish dude. But was he set up to be, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: I don't know how many plants he jerked off into, but probably a few in his in his time. Well
1: t- Earl, cacti. With a name like Earl Hooter. Earl Hooter was jerking off into some cacti. Yeah,
0: probably. Probably pricking his
1: prick. With his little prick. <laughs> Earl Hooter's little prick. Earl Hooter's little prick. Is it a restaurant? Yeah. Oh God, dude. can we go there? <laughs> where's Where's that at?
0: Oh God, I hope that's not a restaurant. I would never eat there, ever. Try the Try the dumplings. Ugh, gross.
1: Okay. The um
0: uh one thing I will mention though, I did like how in the very beginning they showed like a really old timey movie. I will, I, will, I need. That a real movie. Yeah. Right. That
1: one they're showing in the beginning. It sounds real cool. Whatever. Whatever that was called. I mean, they picked one of the most ridiculous ones to start off with. Oh yeah, Those the, the monster. The
0: monster looked
1: absurd. Yeah. Um. I'm. Sure... Somebody blowtorched its eye. Yeah. I'm, I'm. It has to be real. Elvira quits her job. And she has a, a theater, a set, a stage booked at Las Vegas, but she needs $50,000, otherwise they're going to give it away. It just so happens her grand aunt died, Corey. It just so happens her grand aunt died. And she's in the will. But I want, well,
0: well, what I wanted to mention about that real quick, about that movie in the yeah, beginning. Yeah, well, I just was
1: talking because you were doing stuff. Yeah.
0: Uh, but what I wanted to mention, I didn't even find one was whatever. Well, but then of, I, not- I, I noticed, because uh, we, we'd mentioned in the previous episodes, you know, that uh, character actor Dick Miller had passed away, and he is in that clip. I noticed him right away. Oh, his well, face he... is very... But it's him younger. Yeah, of course. That's how I'm like, that movie has to be real, because in 88, he was older and yes. did not look like his younger... I mean, it looked like a genuine older movie. Oh, yeah. I, w- I would love to watch the entire movie, because like that monster looked absurd, like, just mm-hmm. out of control. Uh, but yes, this movie is basically Elvira, her, like you said, her aunt passes away... And, you know, she needs to go to,
1: I don't remember the name of the town. I think it was Falwell. Fallwell, Massachusetts. Named after probably Jerry Falwell because of a religious bullshit community. Maybe. That's what I assume. Possibly. I mean,
0: it was Falwell,
1: Massachusetts. I wasn't lying. And uh,
0: it was basically uh, Warner Brothers' backlot. Mm-hmm. And uh, and right away when you see it, if you've seen Back to the Future, instantly Hill Valley. It is Hill Valley, 1955, 85, 2015. It is that set. But it's mainly, it mainly looks like the 55 version of the set.
1: Yeah, because they're playing up that, you know, that that, goody two-shoes. That that purity, Puritan, faux Christian Americana bullshit. Yeah,
0: and the the town is very goody two-shoes, you know. Well, it's so goody two shoes. Yeah, so many sleaze balls live there, which is so funny. Which makes the most sense. Yeah, it's and, like
1: deep red conservative states having the most strip clubs.
0: And I wouldn't say this is a sleaze ball thing, really. It's a more just a teenage thing. So all the teens there, obviously, like just obsessed with Elvira. No, that's an innocent, it's right? An innocent creep. and right. They're going to the puberty, and they're into girls yeah. now. And she's got her boobs hanging out, and. She's um, also obviously the coolest person in town. She is very much the coolest person in town. It's, and She does put the boob back in boob tube. And she does. Uh, I do. But speaking of boobs, I did like the one kid's line for boobs, uh, consistently calling them gonzangas. Gazangas.
1: Gizanga. Look at those
0: gonzangas. Did you get the picture of the gonzangas? Well, yeah, they're trying to creep into her house. Such a long, ter- long thing to say for boobs. Breasts, even the te- technical term of breasts gazangas gotta bring gazanga's back. I think. Well I think we also we gotta bring gazangas back yeah. as offensive as it may sound to some people but I think it, it's more just a silly. It
1: hits your ears in a way you're not used to words hitting your ears yeah, like, it, like other phrases yeah like kakadudu like kakadudu <laughs> <laughs>
0: another phrase said in this movie by Elvira so straight faced what was it what was it concerning she, i wrote it down co- oh when she was making that uh dish oh this is like a pot of kakadoodoo yeah it looks like a pot of cock-a-doodoo.
1: what does it I look mean, like i mean just
0: lines like that made me laugh chuckle like so hard like the her delivery of the mm. of of a line like that is just so like <laughs> well, so she, yeah, silly she can't,
1: she can't act with her face thing still and you don't want her to
0: no you don't no you don't at all and, and nope. even in that scene right there where she's creating that dish, uh, that creature effect that came out of that dish was awesome. I didn't expect anything like that from this movie. Yeah.
1: And that was awesome. If, that, I, like... if I had one critique of the movie, just because you're mentioning the creature that she whipped up, because she looks inside of a recipe book that she thinks is a recipe book, because it's called a recipe book in the will. <laughs> of course, it's not a recipe book. It's a spell book. It's a spell book. And she conjures up a little spell that creates a demon creature. I wish she would have fucked with magic. We only got, like, two times where she misuses magic. Yeah. I could have done with, like, more of that.
0: Well, you get, um... I know, her uncle... That she didn't know she had, too. Vincent. Yeah. He starts... He oh, he gets the book. Yeah, but and... he doesn't
1: fuck up. Like, her... Her, no. her, like, trying to put spells together, not knowing what she's doing.
0: Yeah. I would have liked to see a little bit of that, and then maybe at the end her using some some of the spells... As opposed to, she just had the ring with like the lightning bolt, right? And like that, that was like her de- her like defense like, against, was, yeah. But like I get it, she's like this bumbling kind of like, well, not always,
1: but sometimes she's no, she's just, yeah, she's she's smart and confident and sexy, but also totally bumbling and aloof.
0: Yeah, when the, when when it comes to especially things like this, and she doesn't know what she's doing, so it's it's just it's a fun little like she's a witch or descendant of like not a witch
1: but like a witch. Yeah, her I'm, mother was a great. But you call uh, her a great witch. Yeah,
0: I guess it's it's a like, witch doesn't have to
1: be an offensive term.
0: No, no, no. I'm not saying it's offensive. I'm saying I just try to wiggle it in my head like
1: it's more like this, like like a sorceress. Yeah, like a sorceress. I guess that's I guess that's the piece, the classier version. of a witch. Uh,
0: No, I'm not I don't even think that's. If a you class, don't want to offend a virus. no. I'm not. I'm saying there's two. That's two different things. I'm witch. saying being a witch and a sorceress is two different things. I mean barely that right it's ba- that's why I, that's why i was juggling in my I head it
1: depends
0: uh, the juggling in my head because like like I, when i think of witch i think more like like i'm like sabrina she's like a witch they're
1: all witches she's like me.
0: powers and things like that and it's it's not always so much spells they're as, all
1: witches to me
0: <laughs> well sabrina the wicked witch of the west Blenda, the Good Witch. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of witches out there. There are a lot of witches. The movie, The Witches, where they turn the kids into mice. Uh, the Blair Witch, that stick thing. The Blair Witch, yeah, and the kid that on the corner. I meant Blair Witch Two. Blair Witch Two, The Book of
1: Shadows. I don't think um, anybody saw that. I have seen it. You've seen that movie? Uh huh. Wow. It, I think it was on. It was on a cable channel back in the day. You know what? I've seen like a bit
0: part of it. It's like, cause it's like, I remember they like, they go to like a cemetery or something at one point or something,
1: but it's like not docu. No, it's style. just a movie. They just tried to make it. A cause movie. I, I too knew when it was already going on. Well, this is kind of interesting. What's like, what's this called? Like it's a witch thing. What's, Oh, it's a Blair Witch too. So like, like 10 minutes in, I remember as like a child. Cause then we, Blair Witch is so old now. And people it really is. believed it was real. The pre everybody did. Everybody did. You heard about this? Oh, I, I it's remember. It's real. ninety nine when the, that's twenty t- years old. The time when a movie could just lie to everyone, and they would believe it.
0: Yeah, the internet was so f- like still like in the you know getting there. It wasn't Nobody enough. Everybody
1: had to dial up. There's no social media. There's no way to connect everybody together. Just your AOL chat rooms. Uh huh. And those, should show. <laughs> uh, but they did make that. They did
0: try to re- redo the. They made that Blair Witch in a couple of years ago. Yeah, it was like a found footage. I didn't see it. No. you know, I the original Blair Witch. It's a fine. Love it. I, it's a it's fine. I love it. I also, but it's it no, was, it's good. It's good. I'm just saying though, it's fine. I like, I don't know. Like they try to do it again type thing. Was you, it made
1: the same way? the yeah, new One. Yeah. The the new one was made the same way.
0: Found that's, footage but style. But that's not the
1: same way. That's not made the same way. Oh, made like cheap on the. Dirt cheap. The Blair Witch movie was made by they like whoever put the movie together had those three actors going to the woods and he hit like little improv like tin cans yeah. in the woods. And he did, they they, they improv the whole movie. Yeah. It's perfect and ingenious in that way. That's the only reason why it has charm to it. Yeah. Because it's just little acting moments with nothing. I don't I never You can't s- overproduce the Blair oh, Witch. Oh yeah, the new one's more like the overproduced style, like Yeah, the know. fake found footage. There's this These are these three crazy film kids in the woods. That's cool. But we'll never get that cool again.
0: No, we won't, unfortunately.
1: Which, may, But I mean, now is the time when everybody should have those things. Because found footage is so much more believable because everybody has a goddamn cell phone on them. So anybody with a cell phone, you know, three kids in the woods with a cell phone, yeah. they find their phones.
0: You should almost make it vertical.
1: Yeah, that would switch <laughs> back and
0: forth between vertical drive people nuts. Yeah, bro, would. I think there's a movie that came out like, la- last year with John Cho from Harold and Kumar. Yeah. And it's, like, called Searching or something. And he's trying to find, like, his missing kid. And it's, like, part of it's, like, FaceTime stuff. Part of it's, like, on the computer yeah. thing. Footage, like, something like that. I think that was, like... But that's kind of, like, almost what you're talking about. Like, do right. do it in, like, the modern way. Not, like, this way. I don't know. Or what if a Blair Witch... Because they
1: were in the woods with, like, full-on camcorders. But do, Most people ain't doing that. Just
0: now. do well nowadays. I feel like something like that, where you have like, uh, you know, everything so popular with like true crime and like, like uh, in, in, mainly in podcast form. You could just have people doing a podcast about it, and that's the movie. Interesting. They just just two people. Fi- you just film two people recording on a microphone for two hours.
1: Like film that just the talking.
0: Yeah, just film. Just
1: film the podcast, or there's... just
0: a ten episode because it'd be like a ten episode, like serial type thing or something. You know, that's the that's the new version where you just watch the podcast. I mean, or... in
1: theaters, right? Yeah, just tune into this horror version of Joe Rogan. They kind of
0: like they kind of like bled into it with the new
1: Halloween. Yeah,
0: it was those people doing a true crime podcast. Yeah, it's
1: true. It's true. But then you just have my, me thinking about a podcast that tries a lot of everybody and said, it's real. It's not like what if you get people? What if that's what like, if that, uh, what if that viral marketing like type uh, deal? Uh, Orson Welles. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Type thing. We're due
0: for that. I mean, you could do it. You, I mean, you have like, you, I mean, you have your documentaries out now that even like have tricked people at first. Uh,
1: American Vandal was one of them. What would that be? What would it be about? What would be good enough to trick people? What kind of... St- if you want to stick, like well, horror or something like that, mm-hmm. What or even not even a horror. Well, as far as like tricking people... Uh, Amer- yeah. How Amer- do you lie to people?
0: American Vandal does it up until a certain point in the first episode. Uh-huh. Uh, but I told some... Like somebody at work was talking about true crime documentary series and stuff like that. Like yeah. Making a Murderer or whatever. Yeah and i was like i just i sold it to him straight Good. i was like oh you got to check out this one american vandal it's fucking cuz i mean they made it it's yeah. in, it was a netflix which uh-huh. is i can't believe they canceled it after two seasons but anyways uh then the second season i haven't watched yet so the dicks yeah but the second season is not that it's a totally new case everything maybe it was just cuz everybody talks about the dicks right but in the first episode, the first 30 minutes feels like it's this real, yeah, it's gonna be this like serious they thing, film it
1: straight.
0: right? And if you do and most of the actors are unknowns, mm-hmm. so if you know, so somebody I work with, I told them to like, you know, yeah, you should check this out if you like, so make them, and they'll how they how came back go? the next day, like. Well, yeah, I was like, I was really, I believed it for about halfway through. And then all of a sudden they're talking about dicks and cars. <laughs> and I was like, fuck it, Corey, what the hell? <laughs> got, got him. But I, but I I, got, yeah. But like, obviously, at, but I guess somebody could watch something like that and think it's real. Oh, man. It's pretty hard to watch that and not laugh because it is fun. But while watching that show, when we watched the first season, we were definitely into it, like trying to figure out who drew the, who was the one that drew the dicks. Yeah. So it does a good job yeah. at 100% perfectly mocking that yeah. true crime thing. You could do a podcast like that.
1: And no, I'm already, I'm already doing it in my head. As
0: long as there has to be one that exists. No, what
1: I, what we, what I, what but would, they all probably say that they're like what fake. Would, what would, yeah, I wouldn't do that I'd lie. What I would do is set it up because it could. Use... <laughs> There'd be like a huge controversy around it.
0: Uh huh. It'd be like that book. Uh-huh. Remember that guy that went on Oprah with that book?
1: Yeah, it's a lot of guy. Yeah, maybe I do know that. Remember, guy. Oprah used to have like the
0: book thing, I right? Know. I and the one guy went on there. it Was like million little fibers or
1: something. Yeah. A million little. Yeah, he sucks.
0: Million little, whatever. And then it ended up being like a. whole... It was like a about heaven or something. I don't know. Yeah, what you. They made they did like a parody of it. I think the South Park parody version was called Million Little Fibers" because it was tawly. So I'm kind of of, it was a million little something. But you, you know, that's that's you, that's your version of that. You, no, what you, you do, build the lie for so what, long, and then what
1: you do, what you do is I just spin it off of the other podcast that I'm doing, and say I'm, I've heard about this like this legend, and then I interview a few people who are just willing to go along. You know, talk to interviews, and I could even rope it into that one and invalidate everything I've ever done. The best way to, the, best, the best way to go about it is to nah, 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 I'll just be writing, I'll just be making up my own fucking monster and tell a story. right but the best way to go about it is to never say that you it's real just to do it.
0: just to talk about it as if it is real, but never full, never say on it like this is like a true story. you know what I mean these are real accounts oh, why? I want to lie. No, but that's the best part of the lie, because if you never say that it was true, and people just start believing that this is true, like this is real, true crime, true paranormal, paranormal threat, thing, yeah. people just the the word spreads on it, and yeah, people
1: we're, we're now.
0: People think that it's real, but then if, if it ever came out and like if it got so to a point where pe- I'm just saying like for these for these situations where these people get, end up getting found out where these things are fake, if you build it that way, if you could never get found out because you could be like well i never said it was a true story you just believed it was a true story yeah it could... it's the same thing with the with the orson Welles thing I think in I... that during that broadcast they uh, they say that a few times i'm pretty sure that it's not real but it just yeah. so happened to be that people were tuning in at certain times hearing that and losing their minds yeah it's hard to do now because people aren't tuning into anything
1: also, there wasn't a lot of people back then, and there's also conf- reports of pe- some people weren't bothered by it. I mean, imagine how localized this shit was back then. People barely connected. You barely had phones.
0: Yeah, but you did have people. There were definitely people freaking out. Yeah, because I mean... imagine turning on your radio, and
1: like, there's only so
0: many things on the radio. What the, like, what the fuck is this? What? And you and you're hearing a
1: news broadcast about aliens attacking? It's probably the same people who want to burn people. Because they're witches. Fucking maniacs. Like
0: in this movie that we watched. <laughs> you want to burn people because they're witches. And yeah. Elvira, she was kind of a witch, but she was much less of a witch than this man who lived in town and was super evil. Her and, great uncle. They he, were blood. And he was turning into like... He was becoming a demon monster He was turning creature. into a creep. I oh. wish they would have went a little bit further with his transformation. Like, he would have went, like, full-on, like, demons, you know what I mean? He was getting there. He was... Oh, yeah, his head was, like, forming, and, like, his fingers were getting all nasty. Like, it was getting there, but, like, we didn't get the full-on, full demon, like, uh, I think... But I I think that's a good thing for the movie, though, because the movie, it stuck with what it could do. You know what I mean? It, It worked inside of, like, clearly, like, a budget, and it didn't go... It had the one... Like demon thing that came out of the pot yeah, and that was a good effect but it wasn't effect heavy and they didn't try to push the boundaries and make it look schlocky and cheap and cheesy which is funny because it's something you would think would come from an Elvira movie you would think yeah. schlock like the thing in the beginning you'd think that it's going to be shit like that or like you know
1: yeah the one thing I didn't expect to say after watching this film was that I wish they would push things more I got greedy yeah but I'm sure they had to work with what they. Had. But considering how many, how most movies don't go in these directions, what do I have to complain about? Absolutely nothing.
0: Yeah, this movie is it's it's hilarious. It's funny. It's 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 a good movie. It tells a good story, and it doesn't stop. It just it's never it boring. Stop. It's
1: never boring. It's one of the least boring movies we've watched.
0: Yeah, it, it, which is funny because like I I had no clue what to think about this movie, but I didn't think it was gonna be as
1: I didn't think I was gonna like it as much as I did. Oh man, it's uh, it's so self aware. It's oozing in it, and if you don't get that, you know, go fuck yourself. I I, I guess if, I, if, I, if, I, if I, there was one thing I didn't could have done, maybe without, I said my one thing. You say yours is
0: maybe how long the like basically music video at the end is.
1: It's not a music video, but it kind of is. I feel like we were building to that. I was surprised it wasn't more fucking songs. Ah, uh, yeah. You don't think there was would have been too mixed in there somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I, I guess there'd be more dancing and, but, shit.
0: uh, but the song at the end, it was fine. But like the rap part, maybe I could have got rid of, uh, she does a
1: great job. She's got a great voice.
0: Is she, she, she is. She's fine. But like the rap part was like, I don't know. That was like a, I just, maybe if you would have cut the rap down, it could have been like, maybe like just a few lines instead of like this whole thing. Mm. And then write her a letter. But, and I'm not going to complain about like the part with like the spider tassel tits thing. He's like, that's, like, funny, and it's supposed to be, like, long and over the top, and, like, she's shaking her boobs for, like, a way
1: too long amount of time. Elvira rules, because she's all about her own sexuality, and she'll take no shit when you fucking harass the shit out of her. Me too, man. Me too. Fuck you. That's what Elvira says. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, don't, don't you even fucking, she fake stabs a guy. She does fake stab a guy. He thinks he's getting murdered, and she's like, "No, it's it's it goes in. It's a trap." I love how, because like funny. she's
0: obviously always worn that knife forever, yeah. and you would think like, "Oh, it's gonna be like a thing in this movie where she does like yeah, use it," and, and some... she
1: does, but then yeah,
0: it's fake. She does kill one person though on accident. Who did she kill on accident? The guy at the gas station attendant.
1: I mean, we don't see his body. Uh, that place blew up, and he's inside. He should have pumped her gas for her. I don't. He
0: could have made the same mistake, I guess.
1: Well, if he would have pumped the gas for, it, he would have made sure. it was Well, it was the, self the serve.
0: There was a painted well,
1: sign. That's just because he's being lazy. He's in the middle of the
0: desert. He probably painted that sign. Yeah,
1: he probably doesn't even. He probably that that sign. He, he probably doesn't even own that place. That sign probably goes up when he's working his shift. He's supposed to serve gas. And he just does not when he's there so he can pick his nose and smell his farts. Yeah, he's farting and picking his nose. Why? He wasn't even sitting outside there. He doesn't even need to be sitting outside there.
0: I guess to get some fresh air. In the desert. Other than that, uh, I really don't know. But that guy uh, he—that guy is the guy who put Jombie on uh, Pee-wee's Playhouse. So it's an interesting little connection here. Uh, well, I think there's a few connections, though, too, obviously, with Pee-wee. Because um, I think Cassandra Peterson is in Pee-Wee's Big Adventure as well. Um, I'm not sure about Big Top Pee-Wee, but I, I, I don't know. She's not Elvira in Pee-Wee's Big Adventure. She's just a character in the movie.
1: What if she was Elvira? Oh, my God. What do you mean? What if she was?
0: In Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't think that's her cameo. I think her cameo is just like. But what
1: if she was? It'd be a shared universe.
0: It would be a shared universe. You could easily make Pee Wee and Elvira
1: a shared thing. Begin the Avengers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what a weird Avengers that is. I don't really understand what they would be, be Herman, doing.
1: The first. Whatever you'd call that team. I don't. The we, first we, character. The wackos. The For the wackos. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What you He's their Tony Stark. He builds all the fucking gadgets. Yeah, he does have a lot of gadgets. His Rube Goldberg <laughs> machines. Everything takes way too fucking long. Yeah, like his breakfast in the morning. Uh huh. Yeah, take. A,
0: he yeah. can team up with the uh, Ray Zelinsky. You know, from yeah. *Honey, I
1: Shrunk the Kids*. Yeah, he had all those uh,
0: contraptions and really
1: deject shit. But he doesn't. He doesn't have like his own variety show.
0: No, but I mean, he did shrink children
1: and himself and. Enlarged children. Yeah, but you just stick to characters who do like variety shows or introduce movies. <laughs> variety, I... That's where we got to pull these characters from. Mister Rogers. Yeah, he count. Oh my god, he's Captain America, and we think he's dead. When's he coming back? <laughs> when,
0: is he, when is he coming back to life? When's Mister Rogers? coming I don't back? Know. I don't know where Fred Rogers is frozen.
1: Mr. Rogers, the first neighbor.
0: Yeah, the first neighbor. There you go. Um, speaking of him, we recently watched, that's why he's on my brain, we watched his uh, the documentary. Did you cry? Uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor. It's, uh, did you cry? It's uh, pretty good. It came close. It's it's good. It's good, especially, I mean, if you grew up, most people did, up until that show ran through 2001. He was
1: immortal until he wasn't.
0: It ran through like 2001. Uh-huh. It's a lot. I mean, there's, most people now, other than, like, kids who are, like, I guess if you're 19, well, even then, you, re, they were doing
1: reruns for the longest maybe time. They only
0: s- recently stopped doing reruns of the maybe show.
1: That's what's wrong with kids these days. They don't have Mr. Rogers to help them out.
0: But they do, uh, there is a current, uh, since I have a child, I do know this now, there is a current uh, Daniel Tiger TV, it's a cartoon. Okay. And it's called Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. And they do lessons, and he wears a sweater. It's a cartoon.
1: Interesting. But there's
0: the trolley, and they do the song. Oh, and the beginning and the end. And what the fuck? But it's more like, it's cartoon. Like, his sure. dad is Daniel Tiger, and there's uh, King
1: Friday. Oh, my God. it's continues. It continues. Uh, oh, my God. And it's a cartoon, so it can go on forever.
0: Yeah, it can. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so it's
0: still Holy the character. some of the imagination characters still exist. Maybe there's not a person that talks about real stuff. I mean, I mean it's they, hard to
1: keep kids attention when you're going to be talking to a man, a man in a sweaters and we talking yeah, to Yeah, but you. he
0: talked about real shit on that show some He's fucking like serious, man.
1: Yeah, he's serious. Things like that. racism, and, hardcore, man. Yeah. He rules.
0: Yeah, it's a the documentary is very good. It, it aired recently on HBO and on PBS. So it's pretty easy easy to find on uh, on demand things. Him testifying
1: in front of Congress, fuck those guys. Oh yeah, guys. there's
0: tons of footage of that stuff, Beautiful. and uh, oh yeah, all Beautiful. of it. It's great. Yeah, the guy was fucking amazing. Anybody that thinks he's like weird is like they're weird. Like, because he like because he cared, we cared for the education. He's for talking kids? to little kids. How do you want him to fucking talk? He had never talked down to anybody. No, it's interesting though. They talk. They should talk about one thing on there about how much he used silence and it's real you gotta watch the thing because you never really think about how they use silence in the show where he would just like oh he's like oh well here's the f- oh we're gonna feed the fish and he would just stand there for like mm-hmm. almost like three minutes just like putting fish food and calm, calm him down and like just like how he would use silence in these w- interesting ways on that show is just kind of kind of genius and it's kind of crazy at this you know at the same time you had he's doing this thing which is It was like, him and Jim Henson were both at the same time rising. They complimented Right, but they were doing, they were teaching kids in different ways. Uh Uh-huh. Like, you know what I mean? It was just a really, it's just a,
1: it was interesting. Sesame Street was more the cartoon.
0: Yeah, and then they had, there is a, they talk about it on there, I think, where there's, uh, Mr. Rogers went to Sesame Street for an episode.
1: Oh yes.
0: But in the episode, they had Big Bird on there. Yeah. But re- he did not want Big Bird to be in the part where they're in the house.
1: Because it break it would be realistic.
0: Yeah, he wanted Big Bird to be in the part where it's imagination land.
1: He was throwing some shade at Mr. Henson. He's like, it's not real. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. If, I
0: don't think that's in the documentary. I think
1: I looked that up afterwards. But like, still, it's, was it was like a thing. Jim real stuff is in the house like the fish this big bird shit is staying in imagination land with my goddamn ultimate trolley <laughs> that's the thing that can cross in between both realms is the trolley yeah it's like yeah a, it's like a dimension it's a it's a vessel to go through dimensions
0: yeah you could Jim Henson could be part of this crew with Elvira he hosted a show the
1: Jim Henson hour he could be I could count. Whenever I watched Mr. Rogers, like the Imagination Land, I was always like I was like, get back to Mr. Rogers. Oh, I always liked
0: the Imagination Land. I was stuff. like, this is dumb. But when you when you watch the when you watch the documentary, uh, you'll see there's parts where the uh, there's Imagination Land stuff that was real deep. I bet. Like when wars were happening and oh, King no. Friday is like wanting to build barriers. Oh and no. Things like that. Oh, and, like shit. take it over and then that like, would be the there's stuff with Daniel King Tiger Friday. about not wanting to be himself, oh my like not—is it okay to be himself? Like, when, how? And they're singing a the song about it's
1: like, and this is the imagination land part. Where can, Ooh, I, buy, where can I buy the Mister Rogers box set? <laughs> fifty just, years of television. Oh my <laughs> god, dude! It's, <laughs> it's So long. every day, this show
0: went on for so long. Every day
1: for fifty some years. Dude, that show went on for so long. Starting dude. in the sixties till two thousand one, like fifty some years. Yeah, it's a long time. Every day. It took, it?
0: Well, they did take a break at one point in the show where he tried to do a show where like he was like interviewing adults and stuff. It was called F- Something with Friends, I, but there was only like a short amount of time, and then they went back to doing the regular show. Mr. Rogers Needs a
1: Friend? Was it a podcast?
0: Yeah, I was. that's yeah. how Conan ripped him off.
1: Wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, bastard Conan. Wow, I wouldn't call him a bastard. Yeah, Conan O'Brien is a bastard. Wow, that's not nice to say <laughs> to the... The veteran of late night comedy.
0: Yeah, well, you know what? He's a bastard.
1: <laughs> wow, bold hot takes from Corey. <laughs> take. Conan O'Brien is a bastard. Well, now you just hot said it. take. I don't believe it. <laughs> Do I not. don't
0: believe it either. I love Conan. Hmm, and, sounds like uh, you're I, him a I wonder. I like to. I like to go on the deep dive. You know, they were supposed to introduce that Conan like full library thing. I don't know if it, when that's happening. So we can we can watch like
1: everything he's doing. I thought he's he, he's even talked about on his website yeah. soon or whenever.
0: But uh, I wonder if there's an episode where uh, Elvira she had to have been on Conan, especially in the late night days. That like, should
1: be a YouTube find. You could find that on YouTube. Yeah, like or even maybe she was on there as Cassandra Peterson. we we'll do a little do a little search. This could be easy. Yeah. If only you had a computer in front of you connected to the internet, you could answer all these questions. I mean, get...
0: I really don't know how many interviews she's ever really done. i had a lot. So, I mean, I've seen her in documentaries. Sure, that's like Horror movie though. documentaries yeah, and things like that and and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, I can't really find anything where she's done anything. She's Larry King now from a year ago. Oh, shit. With her, I'm going to add that to my watch later. Interesting. So that might be uh, an interesting, uh, interesting one there. But, yeah, she's never been on Conan. I feel like that would have been a thing... I don't know, I felt like that could that should have been a thing in like the, during the late night days. We always had all sorts of... like mean, Al Roker was on there like 5,000 different times. Whenever they couldn't get a... Whenever a guest canceled. Yeah. They would just have Al Roker.
1: Yeah, I remember that.
0: Because he they were in the same... NBC, you know, uh-huh. in New York.
1: And it was just like... Say, come on down
0: here. Yeah, come on, let's just... You can be the guest. Like, he was all on right. there so much, it was re- fucking ridiculous. Um... Oh, ah, anyways, back to the Elvira uh, film, though. Yeah, it's you know it's a good story. You know she inherits this house with a book of spells, what she thinks is recipes, and her evil uncle, who she didn't know she had either, is trying to get them. It's it's like sounds pretty like just straightforward generic, and the and it kind of goes that way, but it's it's well executed, and it's well made. Yeah, absolutely. for being like the generic kind of story, like somebody—it's like that's been told a lot of times. Somebody inherits something; the one
1: person didn't mm-hmm. get the thing they want. The thing it plays in the tropes, it fills it out.
0: Yeah, but it, it
1: uses that framework just to give us more Elvira goodness.
0: It does, and and you know what? she has her moments in the middle where they where she's you know introducing movies at the local movie theater because they only can play PG movies, so she's playing. Uh, they're doing Attack
1: of the Killer Tomatoes. And, like, she was being smart. That's, like, a good one to use for this town full of kids who haven't seen it. Right, it's
0: not really a dirty or anything. That movie's probably rated PG. Probably. At least the original. Yeah, once they
1: start talking and eating people.
0: The talking comes in the second one, where Uh it's, like, Return of the Killer Tomatoes. It gets a little more gruesome. And, but even then, I think it's real silly. Yeah. Didn't uh the guy who played Gomez Adams, he's like this mad scientist guy in those I think so. There's one Killer Tomatoes Eat France. I remember that was one.
1: <laughs> of course they do. But they
0: start getting like almost like not old not as dirty as like a but like, you know, maybe a girl with like some cleavage and things like that. Like well, I like Elvira. But they didn't even have the cartoon though too, so I don't really know. That's a weird series where it like had these like
1: mm-hmm. What it, it didn't have,
0: it's not like a trauma thing where it had this like studio, you know what I mean? This like, trauma's like a thing. Yeah. It was like, Killer Tomatoes was just these movies, and then there was like a cartoon and a video game, and then it kind of just went away.
1: Well, I think we're due. Uh, for a new Killer Tomatoes? They should have branched out into other fruits and vegetables. That would have kept it going longer. Because then you can pull a Godzilla and make the tomatoes the good guys. And they to fight the carrots. With the giant heads of lettuce. I think there are different vegetables in some of them, in the cartoon at least. Probably. I haven't watched that cartoon in eighty five years. Eighty five? Yeah, at least. Well, to
0: uh, refresh your memories, there was Return of the Killer Tomatoes. Uh huh. That's in eighty eight, and then in ninety one you had Killer Tomatoes Strike Back, and then ninety two was Killer Tomatoes Eat France. Hmm. So that was the, the line of uh, of all the the same guy made all those fucking movies. Yeah, because he knows what he likes. That's incredible. He had a vision. John DeBello. That's incredible that he made. He was able to just keep going.
1: He had a vision.
0: It's almost like Don Mancini with the Child's Play.
1: He's like, you guys like this tomato shit, huh? All right. The Chucky movies, you know. He was able. You guys want some more
0: tomatoes? Okay, and he even did the, he was executive producer on the cartoon. Wild. That's all he's ever done. It's
1: wild stuff.
0: It's literally all he all he did was those movies, and then it just went away.
1: Hey, he's living off his. How tom- bizarre! Living off his tomato money.
0: I uh, rightfully so. Just, uh, just quite, just bizarre that, that was his.
1: Just that's it. Do you think those movies were made because? He was eating tomatoes and got paranoid. What if they eat me? Oh shit. I maybe. What if I think t- it's
0: just the thing at that time like mutant. mutant turtles, mutant everything. Yeah, mutant turtles, mutant tomatoes. Yeah, mutant everything. Everything was mutant. No, man, he was scared of tomatoes. Yeah, he might have been. Some people don't like tomatoes.
1: I don't really like tomatoes. I like tomato sauce. Maybe he would never keep them whole in his refrigerator because if they were whole, they could roll on them, so he'd always cut them in half. Oh, so they couldn't eat they them. They couldn't get them. Well, in the
0: first movie, they don't really eat anybody. They just, no, they just crush you. Yeah, they're... and they don't even uh, they don't talk. They just make a noise like...
1: I want Dwayne the Rock Johnson in the next Killer Tomatoes oh, movie because it would make a trillion, zillion dollars. It would make so much money. It would make lots.
0: Attack. Of they, that's that's. If I can support a reboot, I will support a reboot or remake. Just be in the same
1: universe. New scientist, new tomatoes. Yeah, it doesn't. You can just address the. That's a tagline. In the tagline. Past. New scientists, new tomatoes.
0: Yeah, that's like the fix for remakes. It's funny. It's a. It's such a simple fix, right? What do you mean just connecting it briefly to the original one. That's all I've ever wanted. It's, it's a. Th- it's such a easy fix, but for so long it. You just it's, couldn't figure it out.
1: That's all I've ever wanted. I mean, there are
0: a few good remakes. There's some remakes that are better than the original, like The Thing. That's it's a remake of The Thing from Another World, uh-huh. but it's a it's a better movie. It's re- You know, you have those types, and then you have your just straight up garbage remakes. Then they're yeah. all over the place. Like recently, I I, don't, I honestly was kind of I was upset by this by seeing this remake, and it's not called the same name. Uh, there's a remake of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels coming out. It's Okay. Called... You saw it? Uh, no, I didn't see it. I saw the trailer. It's
1: weird. called
0: The Hustle. Okay. It's with uh, a- Anne Hathaway and Rebel Wilson. Okay. So it's like, <clears throat> it's like trying to do lady Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Well, the weird thing about that is if you've ever seen Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, in the end the dirtiest rotten scoundrel of them all is the ladies in the movie. They end up conning Steve Martin and Michael Caine.
1: Yeah, so in this one, the guys finally win for a change.
0: It's like, who's thinking in their head, like, we're going to do the female version of this one, but if it's going to be that, then the guys, because in the, in the trailer, it's like the same thing, like they're going after who they think is a rich yeah. type guy in the The other one, they go after this woman who they think is this rich woman. She ends up conning them. Mm -hmm. So in this one, he's going to end up conning the women. And the guy will... The woman wins in the end of that one. It's
1: like somebody didn't fully... Somebody
0: remembered only the poster. (laughs) or
1: Or maybe they know exactly what they're doing. Right. And the guy they're swindling is actually... Satan in disguise. Oh, well, I don't... And he gives them them the fruit of knowledge, and then that's why we have sin. What is this, the Witches of Eastwick? That's that's called the Bible, Corey. I
0: know, but the Witches of Eastwick. Satan is like Jack Nicholson, and he gives the... He has the witches. Anyways, um, yeah, that's what Satan does. But anyways, yeah, I but I was very outraged at a remake of Dirty Round Scoundrels. I think that's outraged. A, wow, I, I, the trailer just looked like bold. they're they're pulling even the same like identical
1: scenes almost. But it's it's called the Hustle. <laughs> it's almost inspired by. They didn't even use the same name. That's, no, but that's when the, you're using same scenes, oh my god, who gives it? That's what I want too. And we remake the same movie, call it something different. That's enough to satisfy me. Uh, it just didn't look funny. It's the hustle. I like both those people. It's I the like hustle. Anne Hathaway and Rebel Wilson. The Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. You're watching the hustle.
0: I'd rather just watch
1: Dirty Rotten Scoundrels.
0: Watch I was like, the I was like, how watch? dare they make
1: remake this movie? It's like you want to watch Elvira's spider boobs. I will watch Elvira's Spider Boobs all day long. they they just want to be a a
0: gift i mean that's i mean i'm sure there's plenty of gifts she posts it is a gift she on instagram she posts pictures of just close ups of her boobs and like oops i didn't mean like just this what she's done for 30 years Yeah, and she still she found a new platform for yeah, instagram yeah
1: of course instagram was that she instagram stole those videos made she still does
0: yeah fright rags recently came out with a whole line of shirts uh, elvira shirts for her so that's sweet because yeah. i love fright rags uh and uh this movie was recently put out on blu-ray scream factory putting out the blu-ray for this uh elvira mistress of the dark so it's a big been a big almost a kind of a big year for elvira kind of on the rebound there. Hell yeah uh real quick though i want to you know we b- b- was talking about outrage on remakes that child's play remake yeah it's just it? like
1: frustrating what if you watch it and it's better than everyone you've ever seen? How would you feel though if it broke well, your brain like that? How would you feel? I'm gonna say it already can't be because I
0: love the aspect of Child's Play that it's like a voodoo soul of a guy. This time it's like evil AI.
1: Excuse me. It's a machine. Yes. Chucky's a machine.
0: Yeah, it's just like it, this company made dolls that can like fully interact.
1: I mean, this is just a new world.
0: But I'm um, the first reading part is, for me, like when I was talking about Don Mancini making, you know, he made all the Child's play, like that guy, that guy made all the Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Yeah. And, you know, you're a guy like that. You're out there still busting your ass. You're making these movies. Mm-hmm. Successful still on mm-hmm. video. And now you're going to have a TV series that's coming out. Yeah. And then just because a studio... Because Universal puts out all those. They put sure. out every one after... The first one. Sure. Was universal. Sure. But MGM owns the rights to the original Child's Play. Sure. And that studio is just like, no, nope. we're going to, we want to do a thing.
1: That's how corporations work, man.
0: Well, but, but how often do you see that though? Where the guy who made the original thing is still making that original thing and it's still movies are coming out and another studio is making that other movie. It's not even like, a, you know, sometimes you'll see like the mock ones sure. or something or they yeah. two disaster movies happen to come out at the same time. No there's on like ch- Child Chucky six or seven or whatever, and then now somebody else is like, we're gonna compete with it. It's weird. It's w- it's a weird I mean, scenario. How cool,
1: Cause how often- and you have
0: him going out there saying like, this is fucked up bullshit. They didn't even ask me anything to be even part of this. They don't have to. They own it. Right, but it's just like he's speaking out against it. How often do you have that too? The guy, he's like, I'm still doing this.
1: Don't go see this. Cause how often do you? I mean, how often does do the contracts fuck up so badly? The rights, the ownership. That's why you don't get these chances that often. Right. When when they're the rights are split that way. Right. Then you're fucked. Yeah,
0: but I I'm pumped for that TV series. I think it's I think it's just gonna be called Chucky, mm. which is all the movies since the third one have been. Bride of Chucky, Su- uh, Seed of Chucky, uh, Have Them All, what was the one that I'm not thinking of? Uh, Curse of Chucky, and then Cult of Chucky. What if- what so They've if... all been something Chucky, of Chucky, so well, it makes sense for the TV show to be called Chucky.
1: Well, what if Chucky, what if he, is he like he's dressed in fancy clothes and stuff, hasn't he? Yeah. Because, I mean, you could just have one called Charles. Charles in charge no he's not in
0: charge it's Charles, they Charles. Have that, I'm sure they made that joke in one of the movies I just can't remember just call him Charles no I mean like oh well, yeah they call him Charles a lot of times Good. in the that's, that's third one when the kid in the military the little black kid who yeah. finds him he, he tells him his name is Charles he's like wow. Charles
1: wow
0: cute yeah the whole time but um, and but in the new remake movie Brad Dorff isn't doing the voice either
1: well, yeah, because he's doing other voices in the he's, actual He's voice. doing still. He's still doing yeah. Chucky,
0: but anyways, that's we got. That's uh, besides the point. And I'm sure Elvira probably in one of her shows throughout the years probably introduced some child's play movies, and uh, I'd like to see some a new like Elvira something come about. I think she's great at this character. Obviously, she's been doing it for fucking ever, and I I I, I would be del- I think there might be another scripted movie, but I don't know. I'd have to look into that a little deeper. You shouldn't. Because I, I really enjoyed this one. And if this one's as good as the other one, it's uh, or the other one is as good as this one, I'd be down to watch that for sure. But uh, Nick, I have to ask you a question. Well, I'm still here,
1: so you can ask away. Do you like vampires? I know you used to not like vampires, but do I you like... Not, I <laughs> did not like vampires at one point in my life. But
0: but do you like vampires now? Uh Yes. And do you like space? Most, mostly. So, how would you feel about a movie that
1: had space vampires? Mm. I thought you were going to say. So, how would you like a movie with werewolves on Earth? <laughs> well, that's cool too. Well, no, the vamps uh, in space. Space vampires. Mm. It's a movie,
0: uh, from uh, nineteen eighty-five. Directed by Toby Hooper, who did Poltergeist and yeah. and uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it's a it's a movie
1: called Life Force. Life Force. Yes. Is this a, is this gonna be a division of Space Force? <laughs> is it? Where they're fighting. Where they're fighting space vampires. Or they're full of space vampires. Oh, they could be. I mean the administration Cons- of some creatures. I was like
0: considering the people involved. Yeah. There's uh, some creatures. I everywhere. don't know. I you know Life Force is a movie that I've always heard about, especially it being oh, That's just it, like
1: it, changed me emotionally. Changed
0: my life. <laughs> uh, life Force changed my life. And uh you know it's a it's a to- obviously being a Toby Hooper movie I've always heard about it. And Dan O'Bannon, who wrote like the original screenplay for Alien, he wrote this movie and he did that he did uh Uh, Return of the Living Dead as well, Dan O'Banion. Nice. And he wrote the screenplay for this. And I've never seen this, but I've always heard a lot about it. So I figured that's it. Nice, let's see how we can do that. Space vampires just seems like a thing we both be into. It better be cool.
1: It might. I don't don't know. I've never seen it. If it's not cool, I'm going to have to pull on Elvira. But it it recently... Stab you with a fake knife.
0: (laughs) I'll stab you with a real knife. It recently popped wow, up. you went for the direct threat. It recently popped up on Amazon Prime Video, and I was like, oh, holy shit, i never seen Life Force.
1: Holy shit, I've never seen Life Force.
0: Well, I was like, holy shit, I've never seen a movie about space vampires. I feel like that's something I should have seen a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, both of us. I think both of us should have seen a movie about space vampires I th- a long time I, ago. I mean,
1: I'm kind of watching a TV show about space vampires. Oh, what was that called? It's called The Orville. Oh. oh! The Krill, man. The Krill, yeah, kind of, yeah. No, they are. They just, the blood. they drink blood and they yeah. die in the sun. Yeah. That's space vampires. Yeah, space vampires. And also Star Trek Nemesis on the planet Remus, the alternate Romulan race, they're basically vampires. Hmm. Interesting. I don't
0: remember much about that movie. What you
1: need to know, and I just found this out because I had no idea at the time, the Romulans made a clone of Jean-Luc Picard. You know who played this character in Star Trek Nemesis? Who played a younger cloned Jean Luc Picard? James McAvoy. Tom Hardy. Tom,
0: you know what? I do remember hearing about that. I do remember hearing about that. Yeah. Now young, that you, you mention it, I remember when not long ago, like some uh-huh. hearing about that.
1: Which is weird because he plays a younger clone of Picard, so his head is also bald. Uh, He
0: fine. Well, he just always had a. He's always bald. They had flashbacks when he was a kid. He had hair during the series. He was just a child with yeah. a bald child.
1: Well, clones work differently. They really do. They really do. I
0: don't know how clones work.
1: But anyways, I was just trying to think more space vampires. Yeah. And if that's the dude cut, I have to pull. <laughs>
0: well, life force. Li- life force might. Well, life force would be the full like first full on like legit yeah. space vampire thing we ever both okay. ever see. Cool. So uh, 4 B movie breakdown, I'm Corey. Yeah, I'm present. Nick is present. Come back next week for more of the best of the worst it's the best of the worst Be moved.